Beyonce Giselle Nose Carter is the greatest entertainer of all time. It's your boy Ryan Lewis, and this is another episode of Ryan Out Loud. Every time I question or say to myself, what can Beyonce do next? And she literally blows blows my fucking mind every time. Every time. A quick timeline, I think back to... I think I only started to question her because everybody kind of... Let's be honest, a lot of people didn't really like four her fourth studio album title four I mean personally for me that's one of my favorite albums from her she was vocally oh my god her vocals on that album was just so raw crisp raw all that and mixed in one and just I love how sis just really she really provided a a soul R&B soul album like that album has so much soul gave me a a throwback vibe listening to it like I was listening to some an album from the 90s of R&B but just with a modern touch well modern for that time in 2011 I love that album although like I love like I don't know why people always try to um try to shade four because shade four shade four is fucking phenomenal that was that's one of my favorite albums from her and i like how she went about it um coming off of how massive her i am era how massive that was the tour she was like on tour for what like a year or two years straight she needed a break, you know, and and when she came out with Run the World, she really tricked everybody. I just thought hearing that, it was just, I even myself, I was like, okay, I feel the vibe of this album. We're going to get some, you know, like that that type of vibe. Uh, not a, I don't want to, do I want to call it a techno dance hall vibe? Um, but she tricked us and released one of my, oh, I can't talk about that album. I was 21 when that album came out. I'm 30 now. I was 21 when that album came out and I was in love, fresh out of college, in love or thought I was in love and (sighs) the memories. So sometimes hearing the songs now is a little bittersweet. That's how I feel about Drake's Take Care album. It came out fall of 2011. I was also in love again, or head over heels. But fast forward to her self-titled album, Beyonce. Like, people, like, stop. Put some respect on Sis's name. Put some respect on Beyonce's name. She shocked the world shocked the world with that digital drop 
or did I say that right? But you know what I'm trying to say. World stop. Carry on. Anyways. <laughs> um music albums artists were releasing their they were releasing new music, their albums on a Tuesday. Every Tuesday new music came out. Every Tuesday. That's how it went for at least for the first 23, 24 years of my life, I noticed albums came out every Tuesday. Boom, Beyonce. I'll never forget where I was in 2004, December, was that 14? Somewhere around there. I just watched it. Was that the winter finale of Scandal on ABC? I remember sitting down, I was at my grandma's, sat down, watched it. And took all that in, the shock from, because you know how winter finales are. They like to leave you in shock until it came back in the springtime. So I was in literally, I was in complete shock. And then I got on Twitter and I saw Beyonce trending. And I'm like, oh shit, what did ha- what happened? What's going on? And to see she dropped an album, like, whew. Um, track backing to four, why I also appreciate it because it was a risk. Like everybody was expecting, like they, I didn't know what to expect coming off of "I Am Sasha Fierce" that whole era, and four was kind of a risk. That's when she let go of her dad as her manager. Um, it was just Park. I think she had just started Parkwood Entertainment. She was really, she was really on her own. And I, I'm glad she took that risk because I think about if her dad was still her manager, we'd have been on like we're uh, anticipating B seven. We'd have been on like B fifteen by now. Matthew knows is a workaholic. He likes to you know keep his artists on you know he can't knock his house. Whatever you want to say about Matthew knows. You can't say he is not a one hell of a manager. He Beyonce is who she is because of what her dad did. You may not want to give him credit. Bash me for it. I'll say it for you. That's how I feel about that. But yeah, I think also like there would have been like some Destiny Child album somewhere thrown in there. But but yeah, so you know she got you know she was married and she was wanting she wanted a family. That's when Blue came along. She was. She was a she's a she was a mother, you know, and that's what I appreciate about her self titled album that really took her to a whole new height at that point, and she just she was embracing this new sexuality. She was like, "I'm grown, and I want to talk about these things and love, sex, and." just all of that and I I love that for her um I love what she did for that album because ever since me day she really been consistent with releasing a video for almost every song and she did that with uh her self-titled uh, lemonade Whew. I don't even know what else to say about that one I love how she was so vulnerable with her marriage because we, as you know, Beyonce is probably one of the most private 
celebrities. Like, you don't know anything about her. So for her to open up that side, because a lot of people portray, they call Beyonce and Jay-Z relationship goals. I've said it. I've said it. They are relationship goals. But she was just letting the world know. Um, we're not all that, you know. That nigga, nigga cheated on me, and um, music is therapy, and this is how I'm gonna be able to heal. And you can tell they they healed because after that album came Jay Z's album. Uh, came the twins. They had twins in addition to Blue Ivy, Rum, Rummy. Carter and Sir Carter, the twins, and she also, you know, that trilogy of their, you know, of their marriage woes and troubles ended with everything is love, everything is love, a lot of people like to pay it dust, but I love that album, I always wanted to do an album, in my head it was always going to be called Mr. and Mrs. Carter, like, in reference to the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, I say Jolie, Angelina Jolie, but I always envision, you know, their album, we call Mr. and Mrs. Carter, but that's just me, and that album, a fucking vibe, I love hearing them flex, what I like about Beyonce, everybody always says, oh, she raps now, because she's, you know, She's married to one of the, the greatest rappers of all time. But coming from Houston, Bia always had that that flow, that singing rap flow. Like, and you be calling me Shasta Mia, his name is Bia Nasta. When I first met you, you were very cool. When it came, you had me fooled. You know, she had that. Someone else. But, you know, so she always had it, so I just don't, yeah, anyways, what was after Everything is Love? They went on tour for On the Run 2, I was there for that, and the Formation World Tour, um, and then the Lion King, you know, with the gift, um, again, people was like, we didn't want this, we want ass shaking B and choreography B and you know, she dropped Spirit and Bigger and uh, songs that I love. I love that whole album. Um, I love her in this exploring, you know, paying tribute to our culture, our ancestors, and, you know, being black. Black as fuck because she is. Beyonce is. It's a black woman. And I think a lot of this has to come because it comes to the forefront with, you know, I remember hearing things like, oh, she bleaches her skin and she's not black enough. You know, like I've heard different, you hear a lot of things about celebrities, but with her, I heard that as well. Um, but yeah, it was just phenomenal. It was a, a tribute. And then here we are. Here we are with, with Blackest King. Oh my God. I will. Blackest King feeds my soul. Blackest King 
it moved me. I was emotional watching it. And maybe I sound dramatic. I don't know. But it's just how I felt. And I can't. And I'm not going to cover that up because it was just beautiful. The cinematography was just this. Ugh, the locations. Everything was just top tier. And first off, first thing first, like everybody involved in that project that kept their fucking mouth shut. Kudos to them, because as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I know she probably did it, like she said, it took her over a year to film this film. Um, yeah, like, shit. Oh, I almost forgot about Beachella, Coachella, Homecoming, that album. She, she, she took it, again, I questioned her, like, what could she do next? Well, she did that shit. Like, that's all I can say. She was on our next, and for her to be fresh off of twins. I don't even know where they they weren't even a year yet when she performed at Coachella. Sis came out there like she didn't lose a beat. Matter of fact, she looked even better. Like today they're Beyonce is the greatest living entertainer of all time, dead or alive. I said what I said. You might be mad. You might stop listening after this point, but it's the truth. She killed that shit. She owned that shit on our fucking necks. <sighs> Anyways, back to Black is King. Just it was so crystal clear. I felt like I was there with her. I mean, we have probably all felt that type felt that way. <laughs> um. Oh, what else can I say about it? Just it was it's for it was for us. And when I mean us, I mean black people. That shit was black be black black black. And I fucking loved every second of it. Oh I'm here and by the way, I'm here for Beyonce with the braids. Sis with dark hair is phenomenal to me, but braids is top tier. That's throwback B. You remember her when she first, you know, writing on a wall album cover, that whole era. Sis was was rocking with the braids. Um the cameos. Um, I there was a lot of them and the one that stuck out with to me the most was just Kelly Rowland, um, that little mini Destiny's Child reunion i wish michelle would have been there hell i wish solange was in there but her and kelly their bond is something different that's a true i love their sisterhood um they are true definition of best friends like rock until the very end i love that for them um reminds me of me and my best friend i fucking love her um shit oh and first things first Beyonce and Jay-Z's oldest daughter, Blue Ivy Carter, is coming for our next. This is next. She's in training. She's in training. And seeing her in throughout that film when she's saying her part in Brown Skin Girls and she was in the in the in the one part dancing with her mom. Uh what video? I can't even think of the video. My uh my power. My power. Uh, anyways. <sighs> Little girls, first off, I'm like, where does she, how does she grow up like that? It's insane to me. Because I feel like, I mean, I don't know her, obviously, but watching her in the public eye, you feel like you're like, you feel like you grew up with her, you know? And I'm, I just, whew, blows my mind. But she was 
sis was on it, okay? Sis was on it and on our necks. I couldn't even, I was looking like, okay, blue, blue, blue. I wonder what she's going to do. I know she got that ear. Jay-Z said it in that, in the interview, plenty of interviews and songs, and she's been featured, and she's actually, she's the youngest artist to ever appear on the Billboard charts. Because she was, what, not even a day old when her dad, like a week, not even a week old when her dad put Glory out and featured her on the track. And it it charted and she made history. She's an award, Blue Ivy Carter, award-winning artist, Blue Ivy Carter. Eight-year-old, I'm 30 years old and I'm like, I could never, I can never. Ooh. And it's like she, you know, she's giving that. She knows who her mom is now. I think she's at the age like, oh, shit, my mom's the shit. Like, she's the shit. Like, her mom is Beyonce. Like, the fuck? I wonder what goes through her mind. Like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. I, I'm probably saying, like, a lot, but that's just how I feel. Um, kudos to her, Beyonce, for this film. It came at a very, very intense time everything that's going on in this world and just 2020 has been pure devastating that's all I can put it um the pandemic we're in and just left and right people unfortunately dying and just it's just a mess it is a mess you know and I again I pray for i Send love and prayers to those who are struggling mentally. Um, I myself find myself in and out of mental battles, battles with my own head, in my head. And um, that's how this podcast was birthed, is an outlet. It's therapeutic to me. Ryan out loud, it's therapeutic to me. I'm venting. I'm, I rant. I'm ran, I ramble. It's just how, this is how I talk. Um, so those who have listened, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. And I want to end it with Black Parade, that song coming and she released it in June, on June 19th, on Juneteenth day, the blackest shit ever. And I fucking love it. I love her. I don't, that'll never fade. Nothing about her. I will, nothing about her. I will never change my mind how I feel about her. Um, I've been a fan since she was in Destiny. When she started out with Destiny's Child, I'm a fan of her now. I, she's an artist, and and at this point, I feel like people that okay, you might not be able to. Okay, she's not my taste, but you can't knock her hustle, her how she, her layout, everything, her Parkwood Entertainment. She she really got got top notch talent people that she works with on her team and say what you want but you cannot knock what she does she gives you visuals okay she vocally if y'all if you don't know you Beyonce is a trained opera singer sis has the throat okay she could dance her fucking ass off and just, and that, that's that. Um, although I do wish, I mean, as much as people paid everything as love, the dust, um, 
I think they should have did a film for that. That's just my personal opinion. I love that album. And I think, you know, with that closing out the trilogy of, you know, what started with Lemonade and Jay-Z's album and Everything is Love, that have been a perfect ending and a blend of all of, well, she did a film for Lemonade, but for Jay-Z's album and her and that album with her and Jay, that have been amazing. And you never know, they still might. I don't know which she got up her sleeve because every time I question her, she really like knocks me off on my feet, on my ass, not on my feet, on my ass. And I just, I, I love her. She motivates me to get my book done, to keep doing this podcast and just grind. Um, I'm on Twitter. I like to network with people, send love to people, all that, you know, so just it's a good feeling. And um, I really I can't wait to see what she does next. I hope this pan. I pray this pandemic is over and no more suffering so she can come Step on our neck some more with that Black Parade Tour 2021. I don't know if it's called that, but I'm dubbing it the Black Parade Tour, okay? Because, of course, now I have the coin for it, and she does, she's not doing anything, okay? So I'm going to have to keep a, a Beyonce emergency fund. That is probably going to be probably what's going to happen, a Beyonce emergency fund, because she announces shit, and I'll be like, I got to scatter, you know, wait till payday and shit, you know, but, um, so right now, at this point, we're, we're probably waiting for B7, her, her seventh solo album, and I, I know it's coming, I feel it in my veins, I'm shocked she didn't drop something now, she did drop a deluxe edition of the, of the gift, which is cool, but, and with, along with the Blackest King, I'm good with that, um, kudos to her. She really released one phenomenal film. And all major networks, like she had Life is But a Dream on HBO, um, Homecoming on Netflix, Lemonade on HBO, um, Homecoming on, I'm sorry, did I say Homecoming on HBO? Homecoming on, or did I even mention it? Homecoming on Netflix, uh, The Lion King, and now this Blackest King on Disney Plus. She's she's coming. She's getting that coin, and she's a black woman. That's what makes everybody mad. Not everybody, but you know what I'm talking about. And the fact, and I what I love about it is the media when they have to say, you know, because Beyonce is power. Her name brings power. And the fact that she has, you know, the news newscasters, news news reporters, media personalities have to say say it like this: Beyonce released a new film, Black is King. Ooh, they probably shiver to their bones, as they should say it: Black is King. It is me, I am him. She made that for us, and I'm for the culture. All of that. Black lives still matter. That's never going to change. All black lives. Black trans, black gay, black men, black women, black kids, black babies, black trans men, black trans women. All of y'all matter. 
all of y'all. And I love you all. And this was my little dedication to Blackest King. I've, I fucking loved it. I can't wait to see what she does next. And I hope everybody that's listening, that have listened, that is listening to Ryan Out Loud, I love y'all for real. You really show me love. And I'll see y'all next week. Um, I have a huge interview coming up uh, that I'm very excited for with a, a, a very dope, dope rapper um, and producer. And we're going to chat. And then, yeah, there's so much more coming. I can't wait for y'all to hear and see. And hopefully you guys fuck with me, okay? Y'all stay safe, stay blessed, and have a just phenomenal black-ass day. <laughs>